Welcome to the Glow Getters Podcast. My name is Kayla Fahey Arndt, and I'm your host. I teach and inspire leaders to step into their productive selves and find their true potential. I'm a passionate creative and scientist with over eight years of healthcare leadership experience. At age 25, I stepped into my first management role and didn't find the leadership advice I was looking for. So here I'm giving you the tools to end burnout and enjoy a vibrant career and life. Glad you're here to learn and grow with me. Now, on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Glow Getters podcast. I'm Kayla, I'm your host. I'm very excited you're here. I'm pretty sure I say that every week, um, but I'm going to say it anyways because I have like the most information-packed podcast for you, Um, but it's going to be so simple to follow along because I'm giving you seven steps and I'm also going to be giving you a freebie with um, like a PDF that breaks everything down for you so you can go back to it and reference it. So I'm excited. So in today's episode, um, because there's so much content, um, if you're watching on YouTube, you're going to see me look over to my screen because I have like extensive notes (laughs) so that I don't miss anything. So we're just trying this out. I almost wasn't going to film today, but I thought, well, why not? If I can reach more people on YouTube, I would love to do that. If you're listening on the podcast, hello, my loyal listener. I'm so excited you're here. Um, so let's get right to it. So in today's episode, we're talking about thinking. You know, it's something that, um, I know I've had a lot of time to do over the last year because of the pandemic. Um, you know, being home more, being in quiet spaces more, being alone quite a bit. Um, and I'm sure you found yourself in these moments too and in your thoughts. And maybe you've thought, oh my gosh, I'm stuck here by myself with my thoughts um, which is totally how I felt at first. I was like, oh my gosh, like I actually have to listen to myself now. This is very hard for an Enneagram three. Um, we're not the best at emoting or like knowing ourself. And that's something I've been working on in the last year. So these tips are based on what I've learned. Um, maybe you've thought, finally, I'm alone (laughs) with my thoughts and it was exciting to you. And I think once you become more comfortable with knowing your inner dialogue, um, that's kind of the space that you live in. And I know I live in that too sometimes. So it's kind of been both for me. Um, an interesting observation I've noticed and also heard articulated on other podcasts. Um, for example, I was listening to Simon Sinek's, um, episode with Sarah Blakely, who's the founder of Spanx. And they were talking about mindset. And she said something like, um, from a young age, we're taught, we're taught what to think, right? And not how to think. So, whoa, that really took me back. And so that is what I want to break down a little bit. Um, we're taught what's socially acceptable and what opinions we should form. We're often taught social norms and essentially to just accept what our parents or our guardians tell us is truth. I mean, some of that's really good because, um, you know, we have to learn somehow, but at the same time, um, you know, we're often taught not to question things and we're often not taught just to, um, you know, accept it as truth. So if we're not taught to question or learn or listen or ask why or dig deeper, um, you know, that can be so detrimental. So I think we need to focus on how to think 
and literally realize that we can form our own opinions and we can control our thoughts. So maybe you're thinking this sounds super obvious, but I think as a kid and as a young adult and a young leader, oftentimes we don't realize this until we live outside of our parents or our guardian's world, right? So it's just something I've been thinking about and we get to decide what narratives we create and live by, um, which can be so hard because that means sometimes you're going against what you were taught. And when you're going against people you love, that's difficult, but necessary, right? To be your own individual. So um, what I want to talk about is this inner narrative that we all have. So, you know, the voice in our heads that's sort of like constantly talking to yourself um, tell me I'm not alone here, right? You know, you hear yourself. Um, when you start to take notice of that running commentary, you realize that a lot of what you say to yourself and what you think is just like happening unconsciously. Um, like you don't even know why that thought popped into your head. Have you ever been there where you're like, huh, that's weird. It just popped into your head. Um, you know, this is toxic if The self-talk is negative and you're always, always beating yourself up. So we need the ability to control our thoughts so that we can show up as our best selves and react um, and and, uh, be our happiest selves, our most positive, our most joyful, and our most resilient selves because life can throw curveballs sometimes, right? So when something happens to us... um, or for us, I like to say, the way you think about it and react, the way we think about it and react has everything to do with the forward trajectory of the future of our lives, right? Like the decisions you make right now are affecting tomorrow and the next day and the next moment and all of that. Um, There are so many different paths you can take based on how you react to a situation. So in this episode, I'm going to give you my best tips for how to think so that you can always sort out your inner voice, find strength in what you know to be true, get curious to learn more and find out why, and ultimately ensure that your actions from your thoughts lead you in an upward positive trajectory rather than a downward spiral. So I am so excited because I think a lot of this year we've all felt like we're in that downward spiral and uh, it It feels so amazing to be upward. So um, I want to take a a moment to acknowledge, though, that, you know, I'm not a therapist or therapy professional. So if you need help working through trauma or other deep blocks or experiences, like I want to acknowledge, please seek professional help. There's nothing wrong with that. That is such a healthy thing to do for yourself. My goal is to share from my experience as it applies to leadership and living a vibrant life but not to replace help that you might get from a medical professional. So I wanted to be really clear on that. Um, If you're taking notes or even multitasking, I see you driving. I see you doing laundry. (laughs) I see you like carrying around your kids, trying to like get them to eat something. Um, I have a free downloadable PDF with these tips. So you can look back at them and even post them by your computer or somewhere where you can see them as a reminder. I'm also including some inspirational digital planner stickers that you can use in your digital planner or you can print them out if you want to along with today's um, theme. So 
You can find all these freebies linked in the show notes. Um, just wanted to get something out there for you creatives and things, people who are motivated with visuals. So before we dive in, a word from our sponsor. All right, so let's dive into my seven tips for improving our mindset and relearning how to think. Okay, so I'm going to approach this by using an example, um, an example thought that I have and walk you through each step. So a frequent thought that I have is, and I know it's a self-limiting belief um, or a thought that creates an upper limit problem, is am I doing enough? Another way I hear this thought is I'm not doing enough or this isn't good enough for others. So right away, you might be thinking, Kayla, I can't believe you think that about yourself or say that to yourself. Um, I find we are always harder on ourselves than others, right? Yeah. So sometimes we can't see the same things in ourselves that others can see in us, especially like the good things, right? We focus on the negative. So, all right, this, so this thought, I'm not doing enough comes into my head. And the first thing I do, so tip number one is notice the feeling. This takes practice. And like we've talked about earlier, you have to train yourself to consciously notice your running dialogue in your head um, with yourself. If you think you don't have a running dialogue, just take some time to slow down, turn mentally inward and be still. Try closing your eyes for a minute and try not to think about anything. Essentially, meditate. If you have a thought popping into your head, you have a running dialogue. It's the voice we want to start noticing. And better yet, we want to catch it when it starts saying something that's a limiting or negative belief. And we want to acknowledge it without judgment. Um, So you just want to notice it. And you can even say something to it like, oh, hey, you. (laughs) That was a negative thought. Or that was a limiting belief. I noticed you. Step one. The second thing to do is tip number two, sit with it and validate yourself. Um, A lot of us, especially like talking about Enneagram three, we're like, oh, we had a bad thought. Move on. Don't want to deal with it. (laughs) Um, But no, I'm actually telling you sit with it and validate yourself, which means um, tell yourself, okay, I had this thought. It's not good. It's not bad. It's a thought. And then let whatever feelings, whether they're visceral or emotional, come up. And I say this because our response to our thoughts can really tell us a lot about ourselves. So when I have this thought of I am not enough, I say, okay, self, I had this thought. It makes me feel sick to my stomach. (laughs) I feel embarrassed. And sometimes I even feel like guilty for not doing enough. So these responses um, feel like they've been there my entire life. I'm totally a people pleaser, if you haven't noticed. I sort of always knew this about myself, but I never knew why. Um, I've come to realize that part of me is just wired to want to do my best always, but I never want to let anyone down. I never want anyone to feel upset with me. And this probably comes from like being the oldest of three kids Um, thinking I needed to be like the perfect role model and perfect for my parents growing up. Like I never wanted to cause them trouble. Um, I had to get straight A's, like an A minus 
was devastating. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Um, and I will this to this day actually happened yesterday, get sick to my stomach. If someone is upset or mad at me, or if I think they're upset or mad, um, or if they think I did something wrong, you know, my parents are, and were so loving growing up. And so I'm not sure like how, or what I had interpreted, you know, whatever they said or showed or did with me. Um, you know, but I know I never wanted to disappoint them. I'm sure it has everything to do with like all the way back. <laughs> and I always wanted to have like do things like the right way, right? I thought there was like a right way. So because I know this about myself um, and let myself feel this like gut, visceral and emotional reaction, I can release those emotions and let them come and let them go. Um, I used to hold them inside until I exploded with like anger or became upset or had to be like emotionally withdrawn. Um, I know when this happened in my past, like I was my worst self. And I like hated myself even more for it because I thought like, this is like the worst me. So, you know, I don't ever want to be there again and or anymore or stay there very long. So it is okay to feel emotions, cry in front of people, wear your heart on your sleeve. Um, funny story, my husband always tells me that I'm an emotional human and that I wear my heart on my sleeve all the time. And I just laugh because like I used to say so buttoned up. Um, so that no one ever knew when I was feeling upset. Um, and it's still something I'm working on, but I love hearing that he thinks that I'm just like free with my emotions because that means I'm getting so much better. Um, and granted, I'm so much better when I can be with people I trust and love, right? And that love me. Um, so maybe you're like me and you have a hard time letting go of these feelings until after you've resolved the problem. So this step is going to be really important to you so you can move past needing to always fix everything or preventing someone from being upset with you. Um, you just have to, you know, sit with it and validate yourself. The third step is to get curious. So I always ask myself, like, why am I having this thought or feeling right now? Has this thought or feeling been like sort of ruminating over time or did something specific just happen to me or for me? Once I feel like I might know where this came from, and sometimes I can't figure it out, you know, but that's okay. I think we get better at this over time. Um, I ask myself, what do I know for sure? And this is a trick from Cy Wakeman. I think I've talked about her before. She's a, a company called Reality Based Leadership. Check it out. Um, what do I know for sure? This helps move myself from the emotional side to the reality-based side of my thinking. I ask myself, is this thought I have valid or is it just my negative self-limiting belief? So what I'll do is I'll try to find some facts and examples to pull from to think about this. So in my example, I would list out and probably like physically write out in my digital planner, or my journal, or even go over it in a mental list, like all of the things I'm doing for myself and others and why I'm doing them. And when I think of what I've got going on in my life, motherhood, being present with my husband, renovating our house, working full time, building my leadership coaching business, 
which means creating content and being on social media and catering to my clients. Yeah, I think that's enough, right? So when I tell myself, you're not doing enough, I can now recognize like, that's not a true statement. Um, But still, I ask myself, why are you feeling this way? And it's probably because we all have an inner knowing. And I have an inner knowing that I have like unused potential. Like I want to explode my leadership business and do that full time. But that takes time. Um, Plus, family is so important to me. So yeah, my attention is sometimes divided between like business, work, and home. Um, And sometimes I wish I had different, like more time for different pieces of that. That's so normal. (laughs) That doesn't mean that right now in this season, I'm not doing enough. It just means like the distribution of the things I'm doing is going to look different later on, depending on what season I'm in. So after you get curious, you have a choice to make. So step four is to pick your path. So I heard someone talking about this idea of beliefs and how you can actually change them. So based on what you know to be true and the evidence you found and gathered, you can decide if you have a belief that needs like to be totally eliminated from your life. You may decide that you need a new belief or you may just revise your belief and think about it differently. So in my example, I believe that that thought that I'm not doing enough isn't true. Um... So I know that I am doing enough. Therefore, here's the kicker. I am enough. So really, I'm going to do a couple things. I'm disproving and dispelling the belief that I'm not doing enough. Um, And I'm adding a new affirmation and and a belief that says, that's more positive and tells myself, Kayla, you are enough. Like, I am enough. So that feels so good to go from you're not doing enough, like you need to feel guilty and upset and sick to your stomach to, you know what? Like I am doing enough. I am enough. I am worthy. I feel like that is so much lighter and is totally easy to use to dispel whenever I hear the words come to my head, you're not doing enough. Oh no, I am. (laughs) So that's step four. Step five is really simple. Once you have whatever belief you're going to follow, visually and audibly remind yourself of it. So you can do this in a mantra, in an affirmation, in a daily reminder, in a weekly check-in. I love doing this in my planner. Every morning, well, most mornings, I'm not perfect, but most mornings I write out what I'm grateful for. And then I also write out my affirmations. So I need to hear this every day because I literally have this belief over and over again. Um, No matter like how much I'm doing or how great things are going, um, it's part of my programming and that's okay. So part of my mental reprogramming is, you know, coming up with this new belief and having that daily affirmation. It literally helps me reprogram my thoughts. So... After this exercise, if I'm still feeling uneasy, then I have a sixth tip for you, which is taking a step back. So I always like to, you know, when you're in the weeds in your thoughts, you get very specific and it feels sort of chaotic sometimes. 
But when you take a step back and look at it from a higher level, you can kind of ask yourself these, they're almost silly questions. Um, like, will this matter in 30 years from now? <laughs> um, is this thing that happened to me really a big deal? Uh, and remind yourself, like, who creates your happiness and who has to live with your happiness or sadness every day? Uh, you do. <laughs> I do. So I have to have thoughts that serve me. Um, not what I think other people think I should think or be, right? So don't sweat the small stuff. Easier said than done. But also, like, take your thoughts seriously and re recognize that you can change the whole trajectory of your life if you go in a different direction with your thoughts and think in a different way. Um, and lastly, I just read the book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. You have to check this out. Um, I actually listened to it on Audible and it was amazing. Uh, I think he actually narrates it. So it's the author that's narrating it. And he has this concept called the upper limit. The idea is that we limit our abilities because we're afraid of success or we're feeling guilty of leaving others behind or for other reasons that he goes in depth into the book. And you can kind of like decide what category you fit, fit into. <clears throat> and so now one question I just recently started to ask myself, and this is tip number seven is, am I upper limiting myself? So I think a lot of times we self-sabotage with our thoughts and actions because we have this like upper limit that we perceive. If you think you're doing this, I want you to imagine like a spiral staircase that's going up and up and up and you are walking up that. Once you reach the ceiling, that's your upper limit. But guess what? The staircase and you keep going. The staircase and you are your limitless potential. Once you reach the ceiling, you have a new upper limit. And that's like way up in the sky and it's limitless. Essentially, the ceiling is now your floor. So if you keep climbing, you're going towards endless, limitless success and potential. I mean, you do not need to play it small to protect others or because you're afraid you can't handle the success or you're guilty of leaving people behind. You deserve thoughts and subsequently actions that serve you. Oh my gosh, that idea, that concept of the upper limit was game changing for me in the last couple of weeks. So quickly in summary, here are the seven steps. Number one, notice the feeling. Number two, sit with it and validate yourself. Number three, get curious. Number four, pick your path. Number five, visually and audibly remind yourself. Number six, take a step back. And number seven, am I upper limiting myself? Oh, I love that one. So thank you all so, so much for listening. Don't forget to snap. Don't forget to snap. Don't forget to snag the free guide to this episode um, in those inspirational um, planner stickers by checking out the link in the show notes. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could send it to a friend and maybe take a screenshot of you listening to it, post it on your Insta stories, tag me at Kila Aren't. So I can say thank you and we can just get excited and talk about the episode more in depth. Um, I would be so grateful. All right. Bye, everybody. And I will see you next week with another episode. 
All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Glow Getters podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give me a good rating and review. I would so much appreciate all the good feedback you have for me. If you like this content and you want to get some more of it, maybe even see me <laughs> and watch some videos, you can check out my YouTube channel. Just search Kayla Fahey Arndt and you should be able to find my channel, which I call the Leadership Collaborative, which has tons of great information on leadership and tells you a little bit more about my Leadership Collaborative community that is always enrolling at the end of each month. All right, everyone. Thanks so much again. I hope you stay well and safe. Be a light. Talk soon. Bye.